Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Rad Broadcast. I am producer Brandon from the Rob Anybody and Don Show, and today I'm joined by the one, the only, the man who put the con and food connoisseur, my protege Kyle. Welcome, Kyle. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Such a nice entrance. Oh, thank you. You like the whole con and food connoisseur thing? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Sure. <laughs> I thought about that. <laughs> I thought about it down on my drive to the dog park after the after the show today, and I just thought, man, that 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 sounds like it would be clever, but. The reason why I did that is because you've been um, y- your your character on the Rad Show has developed into this that you are a very interesting food guy. You're a foodie that's gone off the rails as far as uh, most people are concerned. Yeah, I'm not afraid to eat anything. That's just what it is. I'll try anything once. Starting with the jelly be- jelly uh, the gummy worms and sardines. Correct. And then what what else did we discover? You like to boil hot dogs. I don't yeah, it just it came up. I thought I didn't know that was the the way my mom always boiled them, so that's how I did it. <laughs> to be fair, the the whole hot dog boiling thing was done when I was a kid too and my grandparents did it. Um and I I just I never liked it as much as I like a grilled hot dog. Sure. So, um before we get too far into the weeds, what else do you feel like is a strange food combination that you've mentioned on the show that I'm not remembering right now? A weird one? Like, ah, what else? What else was I getting made fun of? That Oreo one, that Oreo and Spam thing. Oh, yeah. And you haven't tried that I one. haven't. It's in the it's in the cabinet. It's waiting. But you're really into food. I mean, it's not it's not just a joke. You're actually a pretty good cook as far as I'm as far as I can see from your oh, uh, Instagram page. You're always posting photos of you grilling or posting story uh posts about your fillets that you've been cooking up and what did you do over the weekend uh this weekend i took a road trip um me and some friends went to jacksonville california on the way there in farmville california middle of nowhere you go to stockton you bang a left and go east um there was this (laughs) place called i think it was called laranza's i'd have to look at the picture again but uh, my buddy said they're notorious for their frog legs and oysters. So oh, that's on the right. way to the road trip, yeah, we, trip. we made a stop. And this is actually the first time I had frog legs and gave them a try. And what did you think? They were good. They were like fishy chicken, actually like a little juicier. So <laughs> it was fishy, really good. <laughs> fishy, juicy chicken. Is it bad that, you know, like the little feet on the frog, they have little crunchy bones where the toes are? Did you eat those? I did. It was pretty good. <laughs> That's not bad. I mean, so with the uh, frog legs, how did you prepare them? They came prepared. They were already like a grilled style, but they came with like a pesto seasoning on it. Oh, and then okay. they came with the pesto garlic bread. Nice. That's yeah. fancy. It was. There's actually, uh, but I thought, did you post pictures of it before it was cooked? No, those were cooked, ready to go on the plate. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. they, yeah, they didn't like, look cooked. Didn't they look they? like they were kind of raw, right? I, I thought the same thing, but they they were fully cooked. I All think right. sick. Right on. <laughs> and so th- you're not ju- you're not um, you're not shy about trying new things on when it comes to food. You, what else did you do that you were telling me about over the weekend uh, out of the Rad Cookbook? Oh yeah, we made the beef Wellington out of the Rad Cookbook. So did you? Do it just to like to the T, like to everything that that was based on the recipe, because it's a really difficult recipe. Yes, we uh, we were gonna go a different route and put blue cheese inside the stuffing instead, but mm. um, 
since I had mentioned there was a recipe in the cookbook, this particular friend of mine got one of them for Christmas mm -hmm. as a gift. So when he found that out, he's been like, what? No, let's make that one. I'm like, oh, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> How's your friend like like this because of the whole Gordon Ramsay thing? And hey, Walter, come on. Okay, so I'll just pull the curtain back a little bit. We are videotaping this, um, but um, Walter is in the studio, and he's smelling this delicious treat that we're about to try. And I'm not going to say what it is, but you can see it on the camera. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I'm really excited about this, but Walter seems to be a little bit more excited about it. So your friend wanted to do the beef Wellington, and was it because of the Gordon Ramsay thing? or, or uh... No, not necessarily. Just uh, we wanted to do something fancy. We were going to do a fancy meal. We usually cook a lot. Walter, <laughs> come here, dude. You are eating so bad. Go lay down. Go lay down. Lay down. Go lay down. No dogs are harmed in the recording of this broadcast. <laughs> come on. Lay down. Poor guy. He Sit. just wants to eat. Sit. Yeah, like he needs to eat anymore. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, why I wanted to have you on, really, is because you came in the other day and you were all excited because you had a pack of hot dogs mm -hmm. and you had a pack of Twinkies. Oh, yeah. And I knew exactly what you were doing because a couple of weeks ago or a week ago, whatever it was, it was brought up on the air that this is a new food trend. And I don't know if it's a good food trend or a bad one, but we're about to find out because we are going to try the hot dog prepared Kyle's style. Yep. <laughs> I've never and, had this either, though. And it's laying inside of a split Twinkie. Correct. Complete with the creme on the inside. Now, before we taste this, I also brought something else for us to taste. And I thought that we would start with this. It's more of like an appetizer. Right? Okay. So over the weekend, um, I think it was last week, we talked about National Popcorn Day. Yep. And I had bragged about this homemade popcorn that I make that you got to make the popcorn from scratch. You put the kernels in, the, the oil on a pan or a pot on the stove, and you very carefully, like style of Jiffy Pop, you shake the pan around until the whole, until all the, the kernels pop. Now, you don't put all the kernels in first. You put on the oil, and then you put two or three kernels in there, and you, you put it up to about medium high. Okay. So once the first three kernels start to pop, then you know your oil is ready. Oh, it's like perfect temperature measurement. Exactly. Oh, so nice. once it's popping, then you put the rest, about a third of a cup of popcorn into the, pot, into the pot, and then you cover it, and then you stir it around almost like a Jiffy Pop, and then you let it sit for a little bit. And then you, once it starts popping, you just naturally, you know, by instinct, you just kind of shake it around until it's done. And so you get perfectly cooked popcorn. Now, this popcorn in particular was cooked last night. All right. So it's a little stale. It's been in the bag. Yeah, but, freshness but, probably. Right, no. But I tried it this morning and it's or on my way over here uh, to, to come back to the studio because I take a break after the show. Boring story, but I came back with the popcorn. I thought, we, we got to try this too. Um, so <laughs> in this popcorn, here you go, Kyle. All right, let's give it a try. In this popcorn is olive oil, uh, balsamic vinaigrette, uh, Lowry's seasoning, Garlic powder. Uh, there is a dusting of Parmesan cheese from the can, the cheap stuff, and uh, some paprika. What do you think? It's pretty damn good. I mean, it's a little still, like you said, but ooh, it's even got a spice. It's got a kick to it. It's mm. that paprika. Uh, and it, that, honestly, that idea came to me from Rob when he was talking about it last week. And so this is like my general recipe, but only with the paprika added to it. It's great. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. This would be good alongside like fish tacos or something. That's good with anything. Yeah. It's good with wine. It's good with beer. That's dangerous. It's good with breakfast. That's really good, Brandon. That's Thank really you. Good. All right. Cool. So, success. 
homemade popcorn. That's one down. All right, well, let's wet our whistles. Yep. Let's try this. this rinse is, rinse I, the palates. So we're not going to like do it like eating contest style. Like we're not no. going to wolf them down like they're like it's the end of the world, right? No, I was going to do a nice little delicate uh, cradling of it. <laughs> a small bite at first, and if I like it, then I'll go crazy. But Cradle it, kind of slide it down your, your lips a little bit. Mm -hmm. Okay, so first of all, They've been sitting for a little bit. They're a little bit room temperature, which is fine. Yeah. And the 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 cream has melted just a little bit. Mmm. Look at that. All right. Let's see how this is. All right. Okay. Mm -mm. Nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> no. No, because it's so conflicting. Oh wait, wait, wait a second. Yeah, hold on. So at first. Wow. I don't agree with it. <laughs> At first, I hate it. But now, I want more. Mm. It's that saltiness with the cream afterwards, that sweet, salty texture. Honestly? Afterwards, after you chip the hot dog. I would actually see, I could actually see putting a hot dog on a regular bun and using this cream as like a spread. Instead of the sweet Twinkie. It almost reminds me of like a uh, pig in a blanket. Yeah, a little bit. Slightly. Mm -hmm. But, and I think that's because of the cake dough. Mm. They should do like a corn dog. So I know they did the deep fried mm. Twinkies, which put a corn dog with the Twinkies, deep fried it, and then some mm. sort of sauce on top, like a chocolate or something. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not going to buy that. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> I'm glad I tried it. We but the whole thing. <laughs> you, well, of course you would. Gosh. <laughs> so. Kyle, we talked a lot about like self-care and stuff um, a couple of episodes ago. What do you do for self-care? Do you cook? Is that one of, your, one of your things that you do to to like, you know, release, release the tension other than, you know, what we know you do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, um, the cooking thing kind of was recent. Like, I mean, I, my mom has always been cooking since I was a little kid. I grew up with her cooking alongside. And she kind of made it a habit to make sure me and my sister learned how to cook for ourselves and be a gr grown up and adults. So when COVID happened and everything got shut down, uh, I just took up buying stuff and cooking it and just making fancy dinners. And it started out with barbecuing. Mm -hmm. And so since I've been doing it, I've been telling friends and family and now everybody wants to cook with me. And I'm just <laughs> kind of like, all right, well, I guess that's my thing. <laughs> cooking is amazing. It's one of those <clears throat> communal things that, you know, we all need to eat and we all share interests in food and we all have our own techniques and i think that that's one of the things that we've lost as i wouldn't say lost but we've lost sight of as a as a culture or as a society only because we aren't spending as much time together obviously all this you know pandemic stuff but you know think about like our our ancient our, our elders that were um all gathered around fires and we, we would all hunt and gather and we'd bring everything together and when we'd all just stay there by the fire and talk about war stories about us being in the woods and hunting deer or, you know bear or whatever that we lost all of that we're not exchanging stories we're not exchanging skills um and i think by you expressing that interest it brings that out in us because it's almost instinctual like we we want to be that close together and doing that yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of people just get, you know, stuff to go now. Everything's ready when you want it. Grubhub, DoorDash. Mm -hmm. You know, you can go drive to the drive-thru and get it immediately. It's a fast food society. Yeah. That's what we're living in, man. It oh. sucks. But um, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're getting into cooking. What's your favorite thing to cook? 
I like to barbecue. I'm seriously, it's probably ribs. I like to barbecue ribs. Oh, I like yeah. I cheat. I oven bake them and then I put them on the grill for about thirty minutes. Okay, they turn out really good. All right, all right. So, do you when you make your ribs, do you cut them apart first? No. No, you keep them on the yeah. on the rack. Good, good, good. <laughs> There's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. I actually, you know, I take that back. I wouldn't say that cutting up the ribs individually is the wrong way to do it. I prefer the whole rack because I feel like you get a different flavor out of it in general. Because you're not necessarily getting all the seasoning and all the juices and all the rubs and the and the and the sauce on the inside part of the meat. I like to have that separation, that layer of the skin and the and the gristle and all the stuff on the outside and just that, that nice meaty juiciness on the inside that's almost protected from those flavorings, but when mixed together is just incredible. Yeah. So how long do you put them in the oven for? Uh, two hours. Okay. Yep, they go in two hours, seasoned up. Sometimes mm. I'll throw in some mustard in the, on top to on top of the, it's a pork rub seasoning from Texas called Terry Black's, the mm. one I like to use. Nice. And after it comes out, um, I put it on the barbecue, but for that I slather it with some barbecue sauce, mm. usually Sweet Baby Ray's. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> Get it all saucy, grill it up. And then I flip it until um, the bones start to wiggle out of the meat. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then that's when it's done. You pull those bad boys off, give it one more little slather of barbecue sauce, and they're good to go. Mm. It's that simple. Making me hungry, Kyle. No, They fall off the bones. It's mm. so good. Yep. <laughs> so I prefer to smoke them um, for the entire time. Like, I don't like to do the whole go to the oven and grill and, and all that stuff. Not saying that that's the wrong way. All these things, they're all subjective, right? Exactly. But I like to smoke them on the rack for uh, most of the time, probably about four, five, sometimes six hours, just depending on how much how many, how much meat is on the rib. Um, but then I like to make a, a homemade sauce, which is usually just like coffee, um, ketchup, Worcestershire sauce, brown sugar, all that kind of stuff. Just mix it together. And then I like to take that sauce and take the ribs off of the smoker, cut them. At this point, I do cut them. Um, which is kind of like going against my whole don't get the sauce on the inside meat part <laughs> because when I do this, I like to mix it on into one of those like a foil casserole dishes, pour the sauce on the inside, okay. then stick it back into the smoker for about okay. another hour, maybe two. So the sauce can just like marinate in the smoker, in the ribs, the whole, oh, it is one of the, it's like candy. The, I, every time I make these ribs, it's almost like eating a piece of meat candy. It is so freaking good that sounds good i didn't even heard of that kind of method before yeah and, you know <laughs> the, learn something new every day <laughs> exactly the method that i just explained is is basically rob's one of rob's techniques of doing it um and it's just one that i've always stuck with because it's a showstopper every single time what's your favorite cut to meat i, I like ribeye <laughs> me too actually, you know i've been actually switching over to porterhouse lately i still haven't had too many porterhouses i'm sure i've had one before but i can't remember like a specific time where i've had one they're basically just giant t-bones you okay. know but it's that one side that's got like the smaller side on the bone that's that just feels like that soft part of your of your uh, of your hand super tender super tender oh, so there's something about the porterhouse that and i'm probably I'm probably, I don't know my meat cuts or anything, but I'm probably describing like what is the filet mignon or something that, that's included in that cut of meat. But I'm sure. That's what I was thinking. I thought it was part of a ribeye, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't really know um, what else I had prepared. I thought I had something else, but I'm in like this total brain fog. Well, we had the popcorn. We had, had the, the Twinkies dogs. Twinkie dogs. 
Snacks. What else? What I don't else? Know. Kyle. I do have the Spam and Oreos in the cabinet. No, you don't. <laughs> we are not doing the Spam and Oreos today. Okay. We'll save that for another time. I'm going to have to go to the bathroom here pretty soon because of these hot dogs. Uh-oh. Good. <laughs> I'm about to eat this other full Twinkie. Oh, of course you are. Well, do you want the third one here? No, There's, no. That's you made little... two each of, for oh, both of us. That's a little too much indulgence. Oh, my God. I did have lunch prior to this, too. Yeah. So did I. I actually came prepared for this, just in case I didn't like the Twinkie hot dogs. I actually filled up beforehand. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, I guess I guess now that I've got you, let's do a quick check in and see how you're doing with the show and everything. Now that you've been here for a little bit, gotcha. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel a lot better than when I first arrived. I'm getting more comfortable with uh, chiming in and talking on the show. Mm -hmm. Before it was a little nerve-wracking. I was afraid to even speak and say something stupid. <laughs> Your parents, they're, they're oh enjoying the show, yeah? Yeah. They, they are super proud of me. They're right they tell me it. all the time, and uh, I, I know I'm the favorite now. Aww. So, <laughs> on the show? <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, of course you are. They're your, your, you're theirs. Yeah. Uh, they, they write in a lot to the show, yeah? Yeah, my mom's done too. My dad found out about it. They're divorced, so I think he got uh, a little jealous. He's like, I want a rise segment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write something too. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. It is. It's, it's nice. It's, it's cool to know that they're there and that they're listening and they love me and everything. So I don't mind at all. I just I told him like don't don't overdo it don't don't make it annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you do know you did tell them that you're like the gatekeeper for some of the emails, right? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, so you so they know that you have the power to be like, uh, no, a uh, delete. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, my mom was sneaky. She snuck them in when I wasn't looking at them. Uh -huh. You and Rob found them and mm -hmm. robbed them up. I'm like, oh, again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Kyle's parents, I don't know what your parents' name is. Uh, Gail and Greg. Gail and Greg. Just so you know. Kyle only checks the email between 5 a.m. and 10 a.m. So okay. anytime after that, you can send the emails all you want, and I'll make sure they Don't get to rock. Urge them? Why not? Uh. I, dude, if I if my parents could write in, they would. I wish they would. But, okay. You know. I, <laughs> no, I feel bad. <laughs> bumming me out, dude. No, my dad actually did write in not too long ago, and it's the one. I think it was the only time out of the 15 years that he wrote in. It was a really good email. Um, but yeah, they'll cherish that stuff, man, because you never know when you're not going to have it. I know, I know. I keep thinking about that. And I felt really bad when Queenie's like, oh, my parents. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I look like a spoiled little jerk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Terrible. Well, I got to tell you, I'm having a blast with you being here. And Thank you. I'm, I, I thoroughly enjoy the fact that you are working with me and I have such a blast with you every morning. So I'm grateful that even though you bring in these weird foods and you boil <laughs> your hot dogs, I am so grateful to have you around. So thank you, Kyle. Well, you're welcome, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you being a good mentor and showing me the ropes. Oh, shucks. Oh. Namaste, bitches. And Walter, no hot dogs for you. Poor Walter. The Rad Broadcast.